Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 364, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. According to the National Science Foundation, an average person generates between 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts daily. Astonishingly, 80% of these thoughts are negative, and a striking 95% are repetitive. It's time to delve into your thought patterns and how you engage with the world, as this insight can transform your perception and ultimately your life. Discover your true potential by enrolling in my private coaching program, where I'll guide you in setting your goals, recognizing your top three strengths and areas for growth, crafting a personal mantra, discovering your superpower, identifying your own core values, and much more. Click the link in the show notes to embark on a life-changing journey today. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating Today, Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. I've lived in New England for most of my life, and I grew up watching Tom Brady. I remember watching his first snap in 2000 and his first game as a starter in 2001, watching his remarkable career and growth over his 19 years with the Patriots. I remember witnessing his resilience, charisma, confidence, and his relentless work ethic, watching him play, lead, and push back against critics through his performance was inspiring. It had me glued to every game he played. From 10 to 28 years old, it planted the seed that anything was possible. That to be great, 
You had to be great from the smallest moments to the largest. That to be great, you had to make a commitment to yourself that the person in the mirror was worth life's snaps. That to be great, you had to beat the greats. That to be great, you had to focus on what you could control. Watching an underdog become a champion, and not just a champion, but become the greatest quarterback to ever play the game of football, sent a ripple through the world that anything was possible. He inspired millions of kids around the world. I had the fortunate opportunity to witness his last season at Gillette Stadium with an on-field experience. During his time with the Patriots, Brady secured six Super Bowl titles for New England, transforming the franchise into a footballing powerhouse. And his impact extended beyond the team, evident in the remarkable records he shattered throughout these achievements. Like most games won, most championships won, most career touchdown passes, most Super Bowl passing touchdowns, 15-time Pro Bowl selection, and on and on and on. Now, Brady didn't always carry the title of the GOAT. He achieved greatness through immense effort, surpassing legends like Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, and Troy Aikman. So, how did he achieve such greatness? Well, by focusing on what he could control. And this valuable lesson was learned long before his 23-year tenure in the NFL. To understand the sprouting seed of this powerful lesson, we have to rewind the clocks back to his college years at Michigan. After his second year at Michigan, Tom Brady wanted to transfer. FYI, I first learned about Brady wanting to leave Michigan in the book, It's Better to Be Feared, The New England Patriots Dynasty in the Pursuit of Greatness by Seth Wickersham, which I'll link in the show notes. So why did he want to transfer, you might be wondering. Well, he wasn't playing in games. And to top it off, he was so low on the depth chart that he only got two reps in practice. So Brady met with his coach to express his frustration, saying, the other quarterbacks get all the reps. His coach replied, Brady, I want you to stop worrying about what all the other players on our team are doing. All you do is worry about what the starter is doing, what the second guy is doing, what everyone else is doing. You don't worry about what you're doing. And his coach didn't stop there. No, his coach reminded him, you came here to be the best. If you're going to be the best, you have to beat out the best. And then he recommended that Brady start meeting with Greg Harden, a sports psychologist who worked in Michigan's athletic department. So what did Brady do? Well, he went to Harden's office and whined, I'm never going to get my chance. They're only giving me two reps. Harden simply replied, just go out there and focus on doing the best you can with those two reps. Make them as perfect as you possibly can. 
And Brady, reliving and telling this story, said, So that's what I did. They'd put me in for those two reps. Man, I'd sprint out there like it was Super Bowl 39. Let's go, boys. Here we go. What play we got? And I started to do really well with those two reps because I brought enthusiasm. I brought energy. Soon, it went from getting two reps to getting four reps, then from four to ten. Brady said, and before you knew it, with this new mindset, that Greg instilled in me to focus on what you can control, to focus on what you're getting, not what anyone else is getting, to treat every rep like it's the Super Bowl. Eventually, I became the starter. So what are two major lessons from Brady's remarkable career and how can they guide us to concentrate on the controllable aspects of our lives. Lesson one, strive for excellence. Greg Harden telling Brady to just focus on being great during his two reps reminds me of a piece of advice from the entrepreneur Mark Cuban, who once said, people come to me all the time and tell me they're stuck. They're stuck in the job they don't like. They're stuck working for a boss they don't like. They're stuck on a team they don't like. I just tell them, be great. The reality of life is that you can't just always quit your job. You can't just always go to your boss and say, give me the promotion or I'm out of here. You can't just always go to your coach and say, give me more reps or I'm transferring. So when you're stuck, you've got to find it within yourself to say, okay, this is where I am. And if I'm going to be here, I'm going to be great. Because if you're great at your job, typically other people and companies find out. So it creates opportunity. This is the power of personal agency and commitment. Regardless of the circumstances, we need to find the motivation within ourselves to excel where we are. Embracing the mindset of greatness even in challenging situations, has transformative potential. When we strive for excellence in our current role, even if it's not our ideal situation, our dedication often doesn't go unnoticed. Being outstanding at what we do tends to attract attention and create opportunities. Others recognize and appreciate genuine dedication and talent. And this recognition can lead to new avenues and possibilities, both within our current environment and beyond. The first startup I worked for, I worked my face off. It didn't matter what I was tasked with doing. I went above and beyond to make sure it was my best work. And it wasn't about impressing the executive team. No, if I was going to get in reps, I might as well make them count. If not, it wasn't just the company I was letting down or my teammates. More importantly, it was myself. With each rep, 
I had the opportunity to push myself to flex my creativity and skills. If I didn't lift slightly heavier weights each day, how could I possibly look at myself in the mirror and honestly tell myself I will be where I want to be in five years? It doesn't matter if you clean windows, collect carts at the grocery store, or run a team of three. Our goal should be striving for excellence, how we show up. It's the one thing we can control every day. Lesson two, focus on lead measures. There's a remarkable book called The Four Disciplines of Execution by Chris McChesney that covers the idea of choosing measures that reflect our current behavior. Most people naturally focus on what's called lag measures. These reflect past performance, showing our position relative to our goal. For example, the distance we travel during a cross-country road trip is a lag measure, or weight loss. Now, although concentrating on those measures is natural, it does little to help us achieve our goal. The point is, these indicators reflect past events that we can no longer change which is why focusing on them can be disheartening. For instance, let's say we're trying to lose weight. It's not a great idea to wait until the end of the month to jump on the scale and measure the result. Because if we don't meet our goal, we'll feel like a loser. And by that point, it'll be too late to do anything about it. Now, alternatively, lead measures reflect current behavior, meaning we can still influence them to help meet our goal. Using the loss weight scenario, calorie counts and exercise metrics would be great lead measures since they're predictive of the weight loss goal. After all, if we monitor our diet and exercise, we'll most likely lose weight. Additionally, these are two factors that we have direct control over. Now, of course, we all know that the path to weight loss involves eating less junk food and exercising more, but knowing and doing are two very different things, and we're more likely to actually follow through on our plans when we keep track of lead measures, since these metrics show us how our current actions directly influence our goal. So, in other words, lead measures are the action and behaviors that predictably drive success. A lead measure can be directly influenced by us. To achieve our goals, we need to apply a disproportionate energy to the things that we are in control of. And this is exactly what the Michigan coach told Brady. And starting at Michigan, and for the rest of his career, that's exactly what Brady did. That's what drove his success in his first media call after he was selected by the New England Patriots with the 199th pick in the 2000 draft, Brady was asked, are you aware that along with starting quarterback Drew Bledsoe, there's another quarterback here that they drafted last year? Brady said he was aware of that, and I know he's a heck of a player. But I've always really concerned myself just with the things I can control. 
I don't put a lot of thinking into the other guys because I know I'm not at my best when I'm just thinking about playing as well as I possibly can. I never once in my life ever said I wanted to be the best of all time. Ever. I wanted to be the best I could be, period. I learned that in college. It didn't matter what the other guys were doing. It mattered what I was doing. No matter where you're looking to go in life, you need to look through the windshield, not the rear window or the rear door. You need to focus on what's in front of you, what you can control. Everything else is just noise. Your daily performance is all that matters. It's your own skills and improvements that will get you ahead. Not comparison, not the things you can't control. Strive to be the best version of yourself. When you do, greatness is just around the corner. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to focus on what you can control. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.